Welcome to Old Soul, Young Mind with your host and my mom, Jamie Dix. I love you. I am so excited for you all to listen to this podcast with one of the most amazing people I've ever met. Her name is Annie Dalter. And you guys, she is a real earth witch. One of the most magnetic and magical human beings I have ever met on this planet. As Jasper Rose, who did the interview with me, and I drove up to her house, I kid you not, it was glowing up on the hill. But before we dive into this podcast today, I think it's important to begin with what witches are not. In the year 1692, that's the year that the Salem witch trials began. And the idea of what a witch was, was turned really problematic. A witch is not someone with a big nose with warts. It's not someone wicked who's casting spells and causing chaos. A witch does not wear a big black pointy hat. A witch is someone that connects with the earth and sees internal magic and knows that the energy that they have inside of them is full of possibility and wisdom to heal, not hurt. So my dear friends, let's let this moment mark the beginning of the end of what people once thought witches are. And let's re-remember now that to be connected with each other and energy and the frequency of all earth creatures is magic. And I am proud to say that I've been called a witch. So please enjoy the next bit of time with the real witch, Annie Dalter, on this week's episode of Old Soul, Young Mind. And head over to www.childrenslifecoaching.com to learn more about one-on-one and group coaching with kids ages 7 to 18. I love you. I'm going to tell the kids what I'm seeing. Yeah. Because we are currently, my friends, right now, sitting in a witchy workshop. (laughs) A witchy workshop. And you guys, this is what my actual dreams are made of. (laughs) There are jars of sand and crystals and plants and resins and powders and and seashells. I see baskets of crystals and jewels. Dragon magic and potions to heal. Mm. Potions and magic. There's glitter, there's fairy lights, there's golden bowls, wooden bowls, there's woven bowls, jars filled with bright blues and whites and greens and reds. Yes, and yellows and pinks. So many colors. And everything in this room gives such a feeling of hope. What feeling do you have sitting in this room? Curiosity. I mean, walking into Annie's space, I immediately felt tears coming because there's just such a sense of wonderment here. All of this wondrous, amazing things. And you know what I'm feeling about all of this, Annie? Every single thing in this room has a reason, has a purpose, has been touched by you and decided on by you, which is intentional and intention is doing on purpose. And this room is full 
of a doing on purpose. All right, Annie. So in preparation for this podcast, I've been asking kids that I work with and just some of my good friends, if they could talk to a real witch, what would they ask? And this one is from my friend Hannah. She said, how do you know that you're a witch? A witch is somebody who moves energy from one thing to another thing or creates something from nothing Mm. in the magic realm. One of the ways to know if you're a witch is to put your hands on a tree. You know, one of the things I still do every single day, I go out and I hug my tree. Every day. Very simple practice, but then guess what happens? The tree starts to talk to your heart. Yeah. And when you can start to hear nature talk to you, you know that you're a witch. And if you like to talk to plants and herbs, and you like to sit under the stars, and you like to mix things and create things, those are all indicators because... What that means is that you are connecting to another layer of nature. Mm. And when you do that, then you also get to connect to the nature of things, which means you get to start to understand. So there you go, Hannah. Did you hear that? That's how you know you're a witch. Mm -hmm. So turns out you're a witch. Turns out. Turns out. Yeah. The whole conversation of like witchy magic and all this beautiful stuff coming up. Why do you think that's coming back around right now for this new generation? I mean, I think that we are starting to tap the unseen world with more ease. I also believe that we want to believe in a little bit more whim and wonder and have more magic in our lives. I mean, honestly, it's. It's so fun to be a witch and it's so fun to continue to believe in magic and to watch energy move. And when you get really good at it, you can move things really quickly. In the world. She's not kidding. I have watched this woman through Instagram. And if you're not following her, it's what is your Instagram? It's just Annie underscore Dalter, D-A-U-L-T-E-R. And it's A-N-N-I. A-N-N-I. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've watched this woman move magic and move energy like right now it's pretty amazing so if there was one thing or something that you would love all children that are going to listen to this next week slash 20 years from now okay what do you want all of these children and the grown-ups that love them that are listening to know i guess i think what i would say is that one of the things that i tell my own children is um You are all things and all things are you and you are infinitely possible and that life should be full of wonder at every age. And when you infuse magic and wonder and the elements and nature into your life, you you live a life that is very, very full of surprises and miracles. And things that you can't really explain. And I think that that's a magical way to live. So I would say don't let anyone trick you into thinking that you're not magical because everyone can do magic. And that's our natural state. Yeah. Uncovering any of the thoughts that have come around that make us believe that we are not that. If that's our true natural state. Let's say I got a 16-year-old 
listening right now. Hey, 16-year-olds. I love you guys. If they have, for whatever reason, forgotten this wonderment and magic, what could they do to remind themselves every day that it is possible and their own magic exists? I think what I would say is stand in your own truth. As a 16-year-old, you're starting to figure out what your truth is and to find your voice. And the way that you do that is to be brave and to really allow yourself to find what matters to you and, you know, and to reach out and to find a mentor because mentors really do help. And I think they help guide and they help school and they help create containers and learn from people that you trust. Mm -hmm. Transformation is very key. And hug a tree. And and every day, hug a tree. Every day. So one of the things, I'm an elemental blue spiral witch. Mm. And one of the things that that means is that I understand all the elements. Do you know what all the elements are for? Do you know earth, air, air, and water? You did it. So all of the elements, they have their own frequency and their own energetic blueprint. And each one does something different. What do you think water would be the boss of in your feeling zone? Maybe like calm. Okay. So water governs the heart and our emotions because you know how the water flows in and out, in and out, right? Or it's you follow a stream, right? The ocean water in and out flow or stream goes like this, right? So when you can manage your flow in the world, that's your heart space. And it's also about trust and surrender. What do you think air would be? Kind of like the space around here. Gosh, you're so good. Yeah, so air governs the mind and our connection to spirit. So you're right. It's whatever is around you. What do you think fire is? So fire is action. It's transformation. And it's movement. So when you want things to move quickly, you want to do candle magic because candle fire moves energy fast. What do you think, Earth? Earth is like the protecting. Okay, yeah. And Earth is our grounding, our feet on the Earth. So it's our grounding, rooted energy of our knowing. So it's how we know stuff, Mm. our intuition. Yeah. So if you're learning to trust yourself, for example, water, water. Okay. Because the heart trust and it's your, it's your flow. It's surrendering. So yeah, I would work with water. Okay. If you want that. If you have a problem that you want to move through quickly, what would you say it would be based on what I just told you? Yeah. Yeah, girl. All right. Yeah. Speaking of which school. Mm-hmm. Annie, I saw you have some witch school stuff coming for children. What is it? Winter solstice. Winter solstice in my house is one of the best, most beautiful events that we have here. And all of my kids, we come together and we do all kinds of beautiful traditions every year. So lots of magic in this class. I'm going to teach you some traditions that you can do, some easy things, some witchy fun things to make and some traditions that you can bring into your own family. Yeah, it's all Zoom for this class, the winter solstice class. 
as well as you get a box. So I send you a box of goodies so you can then create the class with me. Ooh, Jasper, you want to do it? Yeah. Yes, for sure. And not only are we doing that with Annie, we're doing so much stuff. What's one what of the things that you magically manifested in the matter of like five minutes? <laughs> I wanted to go to the North Pole because one time Santa gave me a letter, come to the North Pole. And then like a couple of seconds later, I you got a message that we're going to the North Pole. Who did I get the message from? From you. From Annie. Yes. Yes. Jasper said, hey, mom, do you remember last year on Christmas morning when I got that note from Santa inviting us to the North Pole to Lapland? And I said, yes. She said, do you think that we'll ever actually get to go? And I said, if it's meant to be, little buddy, it will be. Literally, no joke. Within three minutes, I got an invitation from Annie who runs these incredible family retreats, personal and family retreats, inviting us to go with a bunch of other families to see the Northern Lights, to see the sacred sites, to go to the place that St. Nicholas, where Santa is from, to go on a dog sled ride. We get to eat dinner in an ice restaurant. I mean, are you kidding me, Annie? This is such unbelievable offering to families to be able to work together and learn your type of beautiful connection and magic with the earth. I cannot wait. Okay. So my question is, around the age of seven, hormones start to happen. Seven-year change. Uh Uh-huh. That's that amazing seven-year change. Yeah. And I think that we're always really linked up and synced up with the moon and the earth. Mm -hmm. But when we do have when we're really starting to notice like big feelings around the full moon or and or the new moon. What do you tell kids and teens about that? Like ritual or thoughts or to know about themselves? Okay. Yeah. Well, during the full moon, you're going to feel a lot of emotions because it's when everything comes into full fruition. So if you ever wanting to work with things like getting rid of things in your life, releasing things from your life, you want to work with the waning moon because then you're in full alignment with nature. So when the moon is waning and going away, then you're releasing, right? And letting things go. When the moon is waxing, then you want to be calling in and working in that way. So with the new moon, you can do new beginnings, fresh new things. With a full moon, it's full manifestation. So it's really readying yourself to be in like your fullness you might feel a little bit overwhelmed or teary or emotional one of the things that i do is i have alongside of my bath i have about 15 clear quartz crystals and i take a clear quartz bath every full moon just to reorient myself of course i also use the healy and the mag healy over my bath water i use the mag healy over my bath water If you don't know what that is, that's a frequency tool, but I use that to um, harmonize my bathwater, especially on a full moon. And so every full moon, you do some offering to your body and your energy. Yeah, absolutely. And then also, I mean, if we're talking little kids, I used to, and my kids are a little bit older now, but we used to make full moon cookies Mm. every full moon. And then you leave an offering outside to the moon with a little question. And then the fairies can answer the question in the morning. Um, that's really, really fun, especially if you've got something big on your heart, 
right. that you want to leave there. I really love that, Annie, because I think that oftentimes, especially now in this modern time, we think about big feelings as being bad or that shadow side. Yeah. And what we've been talking about on this podcast, too, is the duality, yeah. how we don't know that a feeling is big unless there's not a big feeling right. or tall unless there's not tall or happy right. unless there's sad or dark unless there's light. Yeah. So honoring those, mm-hmm. honoring those big feelings, those big energies, instead of being um, frightened or taken aback by them, letting them be in, and, and treating them with respect. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So give yourself a little bit of space and grace to have those big feelings. And remember, all feelings are impermanent. So just get curious and notice around those full moon times. Do you have bigger energy? Do your friends have bigger energy? How about your parents? As opposed to nervous about them or uncomfortable by them, just stay curious And because we have all that big moon, full moon energy to be able to create and manifest, what comes with that is also those big, huge feelings that sometimes can get misplaced or um, put in the wrong place, like shouting at people we love or really big rager type feelings. Don't waste your energies on that. Channel that big full moon energy into what you are trying to create in your life, what you're trying to manifest. So when those big feelings come, stay curious, breathe into them, notice them, and then keep that big energy directed on what you are currently creating because the world needs you to create. Okay, so little pop quiz, you guys. Full moon, what do you do? Annie just told us. It's the time to come into your full bloom to create, to manifest full, big, beautiful dreams, full moon. And then that waning moon, which is when the full moon starts to get smaller and smaller and smaller, and it goes into the new moon or the dark moon. Those two weeks between the full and the new moon, release and shed and let go of. And then we come from the new moon back to the full moon. That time is called waxing. The moon is getting bigger. And that's when we plant the seeds and the energy is there and we begin to grow. And what happens again? Full moon time. Full bloom, full manifestation. You create, you little creators. So also on this podcast, we talk about future focus. When we think about future focus, it's planning ahead of time. Okay. And so what would you offer some of these kids to plan ahead of time if they know that they're going into an uncomfortable situation or maybe an uncomfortable conversation or playground or class or something mm-hmm. that, that they need some protection, energetic protection. Can I give a recipe? Please yep. give a recipe. Hey guys, can she give a recipe? Big yes. Fun. Okay. Yeah. And that, my friends, concludes part one of our two-part series with the magical Annie Dalter. Be sure to come back next week to hear the recipe as well as ways to protect your own sacred boundaries. Boundaries with people, boundaries with environments, ways to be kind to yourself and tend to yourself and open up to this miraculous, magical realm connecting with Earth and each other. And remember... Today is the day that we change the tune and tone of what people think a witch is. A witch is magic and wonderful and everything that the world needs right now. I'll see you next week. 
there you go. Another episode of Old Soul, Young Mind. And remember, listening to this podcast is not just listening, but a call to action to put into practice what you just learned. And also a call to action to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't done so already. Go into the show notes and hit that little plus sign or the follow button. This is the most important thing to be able to keep this podcast running. And while you're at it, share an episode with a child in your life or a community, a teacher, a friend. And by doing this, we will elevate the mindset and the mindfulness of this growing and incredible generation. So thank you, thank you, thank you again for joining me on this journey. Remember, stay curious, stay hopeful. Most importantly, stay tuned to the next episode of Old Soul, Young Mind. I love you.